Hello, people of Tameside and anyone else who is listening. There might be worldwide listeners. You never know. Uh, I am Xander Langwiston, back with another episode of your Xander's Movie Podcast. And today I have a very special guest. I don't think you'd be special to anyone else, but you're mainly special to me. Thanks for that. I appreciate I mean, that. But you know, you know what I mean. You're you know, supposed to big no, me up. <laughs> no, no one else will know who you are, you know, apart from the family that are listening. Okay. Uh, it's my dad, <laughs> Darren Whiston. How, how are you doing, pal? I, I'm all right, thank you, Zander. Yes, I'm good. very well. Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. Th- thanks for coming on because no one else would. This week. <laughs> so, you know, you as long as I'm not just a stopgap. <laughs> yes, of, co- of yeah. course, of course. Uh, so we've got um, we've got a, a special episode for you planned today uh, because you know Spider-Man might be out with the MCU for good. We don't actually know yet. Uh, we're going to have a look back on the original Spider-Man trilogy from 2002 to 2007. Uh, so that's going to be fun. But first, we have quite a bit of news. Have quite a bit of news. I got you uh, sort of up to date with most of the news, didn't I? I told you what what trailers to watch and such. You 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 gave me the Mandalorian trailer to watch and yes. the new Joker trailer. Yes, which I still have mixed feelings about. We'll get to that. Okay. But first, uh, it was D23 over the weekend. Do you know what D23 is? Of course. It is basically Disney's Comic-Con, where they have... And like a, I said, I knew that. <laughs> totally. It's, it's a big convention where they get where they release news and have panels with all the... Because they've got Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney, and Pixar. So they release a bit of everything, and... You know, because all, all of the world is owned by Disney. I assume this Everything exposition is now is for the listeners and not me, because, like I said, I absolutely a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, um, thank, thank you, Basil. They, they released. <laughs> oh, I love Austin Powers. Um, so we've got a trailer for the new Star Wars film, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of the Rise of Skywalker, which worst is the name ever. worst name ever. <laughs> uh, what What did you think of this trailer? I, I, it's weird because I was. Because I was such a big fan of the original trilogy, Star Wars, Empire, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And the second three really sort of fell quite a long way short of, uh, of yes. those. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Um, <laughs> the Force Awakens was really good. The Last Jedi, I felt, was really disappointing. And, I, and I'm struggling to get excited about this last one. Wow. Even with the trailers. Wow. And I've, some of the effects look amazing, you know, and that, that image of the lightning strike and all the yeah. Star Destroyers being there. It, yeah, it looks great, but I'm still... I think... I, I'm still... I think everyone's now settled into a point where you can enjoy... Where, where everyone's like, yeah, The Last Jedi is a bit weird because there are really good bits in it and there's bits that are really bad and, you know, it's a bit... There's bits that are largely pointless. Yeah. They do nothing... Largely add pointless. nothing to the film at all. Yeah. That huge thing with those... Big horsey things. Those that, big horsey yeah. things. Yes, that, <laughs> with the who, gambling planet. Who, yeah, well, it's, it's real bad. That <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, the first trailer was that for me. I was like, eh, I don't really care. You know, I'll see it. But I feel like the world's got to that point now with Star Wars because they pumped out all of the Star Wars in about three years. They did Force Awakens, Rogue One, uh, The Last Jedi, and then Solo a few months afterwards. And then they've left us for a bit, and now they're releasing this. I think that was a better strategy to leave us for about 18 months with no Star Wars, but I feel like now the world's kind of forgotten about Star Wars. And the ones that do remember Star Wars are like, yeah, I didn't really like the last one. I think the idea that the world can forget about Star Wars is is 
wrong because you can't <laughs> ever forget about Star Wars. It's everywhere, everywhere. There's, there's so yeah. much. It's infiltrated into our society and our culture and everything about us. It's, it's, there's Star Wars references all over the place now. Yeah. I mean, we'll come to Spider-Man 3 in a minute, which we watched... We watched this morning. This morning. <laughs> and and the, even then, we were making Star Wars references. We were making Star Wars references. So, yeah. it's. I think they've, they've left it a long time since... Since Solo and The Last Jedi, and that might, that's obviously a marketing ploy to build up the expectation. Yes, it but is. But then you've got to meet that expectation, and you if do. you don't, then I, we're, going, we're going to be left with another Phantom Menace, aren't we? I think I think this one will deliver, though. I think if you like The Force Awakens, you'll probably like this one because it's got JJ um, Abrams back to right, direct. Okay. So you know, maybe he'll do it again, or maybe this will be bad. JJ, we. Put our trust in you. Who knows? I guess we'll find out in December when it comes out. Absolutely. And then we all forget about it. <laughs> uh, the second trailer that Star Wars released was for The Mandalorian, which is this new Disney Plus show. Um, Disney Plus, obviously the new streaming service by Disney that have everything on. They're trying to compete with Netflix and mm. they seem to be doing a pretty good job so far. Well, um, what, what did you think of this trailer? I know you just watched it like 20 minutes ago, but... It, it that this the trailer for this excited me more than the trailer for really the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I mean it's it's Boba Fett. It's, but, <laughs> it's mean, not but it's Boba not Boba Fett. Fett but yeah. he, it's that kind of character, and he's got the big T face. And, he does have the big T face. Uh, so it he's a more interest. It's a more interesting idea. It's a complex character, and I'm yeah, I'm quite excited to see if they're going to spread it over a series rather than just yeah. a two hour one hit. Yeah, that that's what I'm a little bit nervous about the Marvel shows because the Marvel movies are really fun for two and a half hours or something or two hours but for you know eight episodes an hour a piece that's a lot of quips yeah. you know <laughs> it is it really is I mean um, the uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched I remember watching the first few episodes of that when the first series came that out that was pretty and, rubbish oh dear apparently that's just, kept, that gets better it's in its last season now so but then again they did Gotham and Gotham's fantastic do you like Gotham? I do like Gotham yeah I haven't seen Gotham you need, need to, you need to watch I think that. I think that's my next uh, Netflix binge uh, but The Mandalorian, I think, looks really fun. Uh, John Favreau's doing most of it. He's like the showrunner. All right. And uh, Taika Waititi is directing a couple of episodes. Cool. And he's that IG robot that's shooting all the guns. You know, like oh, the guy yeah, yeah. that's the uh, in Empire, one of the bounty hunters that's like the big stick robot. Yeah. He's a different version of the that. The one who's dreaming about dunking baskets. Yes, in <laughs> Robot Chicken. <laughs> I feel like not a lot of people will understand no, that. You need to, you, we need some more basil. We, we need some more basil exposition. Uh, there's a there's a show called Robot Chicken, and they did some specials about Star Wars. And me and my dad are uh, pretty obsessed with them, and we don't stop making references towards them because they just make us giggle. It's basically ruined Star Wars. It's films, ruined because you know you can't watch st- any of the Star Wars films without referencing a robot <laughs> chicken and making it a mockery. Yeah. So it's it's fantastic. It's, it is. It's real fun. But the Mandalorian looks, you know, pretty pretty good. Uh, the scenes of the characters and yeah. a bit more into the universe and that. We, which is what I liked about Rogue One and Solo. You saw a bit more of the universe. Yeah, you it's did. It's not just focused on the same characters. The yeah. realm, it's a little bit more widespread because it's such a bit. It's it's an entire galaxy. It is. So there's right. got to be more interesting characters than just Han and Leia. Exactly. Um, I was going to say something then. I've forgotten. Whoa. Oh, no. Dead air? <laughs> I can cut this out, it's fine. It's fine. The power of editing. Um, the Disney Plus streaming service does not come into the UK until next year. That's a scandal. 
I know because it because op- it, it starts on November twelfth in the US and Australia and other places of the. I think it starts in the Netherlands as well. I blame Brexit. <laughs> it must be Brexit's fault that we're not getting the Disney streaming channel or Trump. Let's blame Trump. Trump, it's Trump. Yeah, he he can't hurt us. Trump, Tr- Trump's in America. Brexit. <laughs> Damn them. Uh, so. More news from D23. Uh, there were three Marvel new. There were three new Marvel TV shows announced. Do you, have you heard about any of these? If you say the names, maybe I will have. They've announced Ms. Marvel. Yes, Mo- I have heard of Moon that. Knight. I have heard of Moon Knight. I've not. Didn't realize they were doing a show. And She Hulk. She Hulk. Looking forward to She Hulk. She Hulk. Sound. That, that's the one that interests me the most out of those three. Yeah. Miss Marvel will be, it'll be good. Moon Knight I don't really know much about. But no, I'm, it's I'm just a character that you're aware of. It's yeah, it, apparently he's like, like he's doll dressed in white, but he's Batman, basically, with oh. more mental health issues. Which sounds impossible, because Batman cause has a lot of mental health He problems. does have a lot of mental health issues. <laughs> he needs help. Um, yeah, I'm sure more TV shows I'm, I'm down for. She-Hulk will be interesting. See if get, who they get to play She-Hulk. Yeah, a lot of people are saying Rosario Dawson. Do you know okay. who that is? Yes, I know yeah. who Rosario Dawson is. Yeah. Not but, a complete Philistine. <laughs> but as well, there's uh, questions about whether, you know, for, for the Marvel movie, sure, you can make, you can create the Hulk for three hours in full CGI, but depending on the budget, are they going to make She-Hulk full CGI or are they just going to get a really tall woman and paint her green? Well, She-Hulk was traditionally not as bulky as Hulk. No. She... She just looks like, well, uh, like Xena, Warrior Princess. She'd be perfect. <laughs> Get Lucy Lawless back. Um, yeah, so it, it might be easier to dress her up than do the CGI. Yeah. Do the full CGI. Yeah, definitely. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, the next thing that came out was uh, Black Panther 2 has been officially announced. Yeah, you look really excited about that. I'd Knowing how much you loved the first one. I enjoy the first one. It's certainly a film. It is a movie. It is a movie that I saw a few times. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's not really anything to de- delve into. We knew we were going to get it, and they've just called it Black Panther 2. So Is that a, is that all they've released? That's all they've released, yeah. So and they've, everyone knows Black Panther 2's coming, and they announce Black Panther 2's coming. Yeah. And everyone says... Oh yeah, cool. Right, yeah, we 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 kind of already knew that. Just give us more Spider-Man news, please. <laughs> um, Spider-Man is no more. Moving from D twenty-three, though, there was a trailer for the Breaking Bad movie that they've made called El Camino, which is apparently a Spanish word that I probably should have googled. <laughs> um, Preparation being yes. uh, everything there. D- yeah. You you started watching Breaking Bad. I did. What what did you think? I wasn't as into it as everyone else was. But you know I've got this thing where if somebody says, oh, this is the greatest thing ever and you've got to watch it, you've got to read it, you've got to listen to it, my inbuilt stubbornness says, no, I don't. But Breaking Bad is the greatest show ever made. It, it, it was, it was. I just thought it was all right. It, uh, you know, some of the characters are a bit annoying. Skylar. She, is there a more annoying woman in the world than she, Skylar? She gets better across the season. Yeah, but you, you've got to hook someone in the first season, I think, and it didn't the do it. The first season's me. pretty solid. I, I watched the first three seasons and then I, I just lost interest. It's, uh, right. That's it where me and you differ. <laughs> that's where the difference is. That's Break. one of the many, many, one of the many, many Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but to be fair, I've just done a re- full rewatch of Breaking Bad, so this has come at a perfect time. Okay. Because I'm I'm full I'm fully into this, and it's coming out on Netflix as well. So, yep, even better. Cool. I'm I'm down for this. I hope you enjoy it. Th- thank you. Me me too. <laughs> me too. And the final bit of news is we discussed this earlier. The Joker trailer. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for this. I've been watching all the other trailers and. I was. I've got really mixed feelings about this because I don't want to feel sympathy for the Joker. I don't want to know the Joker's backstory. Yeah, the Joker is just Batman's enemy. He's the perfect villain because he's just. He does it just for the sake of it. He doesn't do it to make money or for world of value. He does it because he's just absolutely nuts. And that's there's something pure about that. Yeah, to see his backstory where, yeah, he's a broken man and he he turns. It's it's going to give you a bit of sympathy for him and. You don't want sympathy for the devil. I, I guess. Stones reference for you. There, there you go. Um, <laughs> so that's that's where I am. But having seen that last trailer, it just adds a bit more context to it, where he's obviously creating a movement because there's loads of people in clown masks. It's not just yeah. him dressing up yeah, as a clown. Right. There's more and more people dressing up. So maybe that'll be a bit a bit more interesting than than I thought, and not just a woe is me story about how a, a guy turns bad because yeah. of the ills of society. Yeah, I'm a I just want a good, I just want a good DC movie. That'd be great. That's what I'm looking forward to. DC do decent movies. When was I mean Aquaman was decent. I wouldn't call it a good movie. What what was before that? Got the Dark Knight trilogy. That was that ended in 2012, and the last one wasn't even that good. It was. So, but Wonder Woman was good to a point. Wonder Woman was an excellent movie. The last half an hour is really bad. It's really bad. It's Batman v Superman levels, fire and smoke. Yeah, but and you can't see what's going on. And David Thewlis has that weird mustache through these Ares costume, and it looks ridiculous. He's the most British man in the world in that movie, and he's he's suddenly the devil. (laughs) But you know, I quite like Batman v Superman. I quite like that film. I'm I'm okay with it. I like the extended one. It feels like a proper Sunday afternoon movie. Yeah. That's what I kind of like. I like longer movies. And I me. and I must admit, I do quite like Justice League. Mainly because it winds you up. It's as the much worst. As Justice League <laughs> is the worst thing, isn't it? Come on. Uh, like I said, just because it winds you up. <laughs> is it in Justice League where Bruce is sat at a, at a computer at his desk or his workstation and there's a flash and a, a sort of vortex appears and the flash comes through it that's, and says, oh, I've got the wrong time. And That's, just, that's Batman v Superman. Is it? That's... See the it's original bizarre. the original plan for that was actually really interesting because then at the end of Justice League they were going to have like well they were, I think they were going to do three Justice Leagues and so the end of Justice League one Darkseid was going to appear because like right okay I'm coming for you next the end of the second one was going to be a bit like Infinity War where he, Darkseid wins and you see the like the desert world where you see Batman v Superman in the other in the other flash forward yeah. and then. In the third one, the the Flash and Cyborg were going to work on time travel, and they were going to be like, right, okay, Flash, if you run at a certain speed, you can travel through time. And he was going to come back to the Isn't different time. All of Flash's uh, adventures and the way he contorts the world around him involved him just running fast. He's just running fast. <laughs> There's no technology. Just 
try and run fast <laughs> and you'll bend time you'll be able to go through time That's try and run faster and an alternate dimension will appear and you'll be able to close that one down it's what he did in uh, the Flash TV series when one of his friends died he just started running and he runs really fast and the world goes back like a week See, but that's taken out of the first Superman movie from is, 1977 yeah. Yeah. or whenever that was. The Superman flies around the Earth and, t- and turns it backwards. So it time does. goes backwards as well. The Earth doesn't just stop and gravity dissipate as it stops rotating but, and people float off. No, time reverses. Time reverses. <laughs> Damn Outrageous. physics. Outrageous. <laughs> But the Joker trailer. Going back to yes. that, yes. It, Sorry, uh, we digressed. It, uh, I think I think this could be really good. It'll either be the best movie of the year, or it'll be rubbish. Well, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a quality quality actor. He is. He's not done many bad films. And Robert De Niro's in it as well. Robert De Niro's in it. He has done quite. He some has quite done bad some bad films. films, which is criminal, really, considering it is. him. Because he's such a good crime actor. He is. Yeah. yeah. He's. He's the man. Because it's criminal. He's, that's what he said. That's what I was going for. There. Oh, right. I see you then. Yeah, well done. You're a funny guy. That's a Robert De Niro film. There you film. go. <laughs> he doesn't say it. But he doesn't know. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm Joker. Looks, I'm more intrigued now after seeing that last trailer. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But we'll see. Right. There you go. That was the news done. How do you feel? It's cold in here. I've put the aircon down. Because it always gets really warm. Do you want me to turn the aircon up? I'm an old man. I'm, you know, I've got thin blood. <laughs> I'll turn it up to 17 and a half. Ooh, really pushing the boat out, eh? <laughs> well, it's, I always put it down on the bottom one because I always get really hot and sweaty. Nice. Thanks for that image. No worries. No worries. <laughs> right. So, should we talk about the Spider-Man movies? <laughs> So, Spider-Man is out of the MCU, as as we think. So, let's take a trip down memory lane to a simpler time when there was no real contract negotiations and Disney didn't own the world. And people were free to make the movies they wanted. Exactly. And Sam Raimi, the horror director behind uh, my favourite horror franchise, The Evil Dead, uh, came to Sony and was like, yo, I've got a Spider-Man movie. Do you want Shall we make it? And they were like, Okay, so they they actually bought the rights to Spider Man. I think it was four million dollars from Marvel wow. because Marvel were going bankrupt at the time, yeah. and uh, they made the one of the biggest movies of all time at the, at the time. At the time. So Spider Man was the first movie domestically in America that is uh, to make over a hundred million dollars in its opening weekend, mm-hmm. which had never been done uh, even if you adjust for inflation. So, which is very very interesting. Very interesting. The, I wa- when was the last time you saw this? Cause the first Spider-Man movie. It's been a while since I watched it, but I remember going uh, to the cinema to watch this because... Yes. It, uh, was it the first 12? It was the first 12A. First 12A. In, in England. Um, and there were some... I can't remember exactly, but there were some cinemas that, weren't, that made it a 15 and weren't allowing children to go in and watch it. Yeah. So I had to take... I mean, you were too young at the time, but I yeah. had to take your brothers... To an independent cinema that yeah, was did. that was uh, that is no longer there. The um, the rocks was it the Roxy. I don't know. It was in Hollywood in Oldham. Oh, it might right. have been called the Roxy. 
Um, but I had to set them there, and they were they were allowing they put the twelve out, and they were allowing children in. Yeah. Um, but it was groundbreaking. It was because Spider Man is so iconic. Yes. It was just incredible to see on the screen, and that that end scene of yeah of him just web swinging, web swinging through through the city. It's just incredible. I mean, you know. We'll forget about the jingoistic landing on the flagpole that's flying <laughs> with the American flag fluttering behind it, which really grinds me. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was just a, it was a really good film. The the casting seemed right. Uh, obviously, that's not turned out quite as well as as they'd hoped. I would think, but no, at the time it, it seemed will, okay. Yeah, that's that's quite good. I, I watched this last night, and looking back, it's very dated, very dated, and it looks. Very, it looks a lot older than it actually is, but it's still a really solid movie. Yeah, it's still really solid. And any film with J.K. Simmons in it, J.K. Simmons as, as J. Jonah James in it, that's inspired, iconic, absolutely. That, that has become iconic. That, um, yeah, you know, you know the story. Spider Man, he gets bit by a radioactive spider, uh, and then gets the powers of a spider and starts swinging and becomes a crime fighter. But uh, I was saying to you earlier, the this movie sort of split into two halves. So the first half is the story of Peter Parker and, you know, him gaining the powers and him learning to become who he is and stuff like that. And it's also the story of Norman Osborn becoming the Green Goblin. And then it hits the halfway point and he becomes Spider-Man, he gets the suit, and this movie just is non-stop mm. action craziness. And I love it. <laughs> it. It is. I mean, again, Willem Dafoe as a Green Goblin was. He's just. He's, he's so maniacal. He is. In that. He, Even before he, he takes a serum and becomes a Green Goblin, yeah. he, he's still got that look of, yeah, in a minute I'm going to tear your face off you. <laughs> and I'm going to smile while I do it. He, he looks like a goblin. He looks a bit it's like his a goblin. Eyes. It it's is. His eyes. He's got a, quite an angular face himself. So, yeah. But the, um, they made an interesting choice to go away with because in the comics he's got like a proper goblin mask hasn't yeah, he? yeah it's a rubber mask and uh, instead they went for the like the bicycle helmet the well, motorbike it's helmet. like a battle suit isn't it yeah, yeah. but um, there was actually a footage release they made a animatronic goblin head and it looks amazing really it looks amazing yeah I'll show it to you afterwards but it does look incredible wow and if they use that obviously it would have cost a bit more money but I think it would have been a lot cooler yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's it's a battle suit, and the whole idea behind it is military funding, and he's creating yeah, weapons of war and weapons of destruction. Yeah, uh, and it's only when that gets pulled that the serum is obviously kind of a super soldier thing. Yeah, bit, bit yeah. Captain America, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think that's why they went with the with the the, the bicycle the, helmet, the, the helm, the full helmet thing. <laughs> Makes him look like an extra from uh, Halo, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just solid. It's, I mean, we, I've got issues with some of the cast now, yeah. obviously, because um, we've had better since. Well, yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, every everyone who's played Spider Man has improved on that Spider Man role, brought yeah. something new to it. Because at the beginning, I thought Pete um, Tobey Maguire did quite well as the nerdy, he did, sort yeah. of, you know. Science student, yeah, gets picked on, uh, and then, you know, I didn't think he was quite as good as Spider-Man because Spider-Man's a wise cracking punk kid. Yeah, that's the yeah the, the attraction of him. He, he 
he, he mouths can, off to he baddies. Can, he can be a different person yeah. in the suit. And there's only one bit in that where he really does it, where he shoots Webb over J. Jonah's face and says, uh, quiet, the, the grown-ups are talking. Uh, yeah. Something something along those lines. Yeah, anyway. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, and it's, it just doesn't really get into the... Having been a Spider-Man fan for as long as I can remember, it doesn't really get into the role of... Peter Parker is perfectly good as yeah. Spider-Man. He's, I don't think he's, he was the right choice. And I think that's where Andrew Garfield is the exact opposite. Yeah. Because he's a great Spider-Man, but I think he's a rubbish Peter Parker. He's far too cool. He's far too cool. He's far too good looking. He skateboards. He's got cool wavy hair. Yeah. He's yeah. a moody teenager. He's a moody yeah, teenager. He's probably into his really cool music. And yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, Andrew Garfield's far too cool, but Tobey Maguire's not cool enough for Spider-Man. Yeah. It's a weird balance, but I think Tom Holland kind of hits it. Pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's. We'll see if he gets the chance to do it again. I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> I'm just scared. I want my Spider Man back. Um, well, back, back to this one. It's. Um, the CGI is a big problem. Yeah, but it's. It's. it's a, but 20 even, years old. I, w- I, w- I was watching a video. I think it was Roger Ebert. Um, and he was reviewing it. And he, even him, back in 2002, was saying it looks very rubbery. So yeah. it's not even back in the day. But also, two years later in 2004, Spider-Man 2 came out. That movie looks incredible. That but, movie looks incredible. But the things they would have learned making Spider-Man 1, they yeah. could have put into practicing Spider-Man 2. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, I mean, going back to Star Wars, the stuff they, they were learning on the job. So that's yeah. why Return of the Jedi looks amazing Yeah. in comparison to A New Hope. Um, but yeah, I mean... You can look at the CGI and say, yeah, it looks rubbish. It looks a lot better than the films from the 1970s. Oh, yeah, obviously. Where the, he shoots a web and it's an actual rope that comes out. Yeah, you know, you know. Like the uh, Japanese Spider-Man. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I remember watching those, but even back then, I remember watching those things. Oh, it's Spider-Man. And it used to, shows him climbing up walls. And yeah. It was incredible. It really was. And he's obviously got a wire on because his yeah. le- arms and legs are moving rapidly, but he's moving at about three mile an hour. <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous. It never showed him swinging from through the streets yeah. or anything like that uh, but so you it's just of its time the the CGI was there they did what they could with it at the time I thought it looked amazing like I said that scene at the end with him swinging yeah, through that, the streets yeah that is, is the best that wow. that's the best looking part but it's like when he first becomes when he's chasing down the guy who kills his uncle what he thinks Da-da-da. no spoilers no, spo- no spoilers no spoilers um, when are you going to do that? Oh. <laughs> I don't want no spoilers. Spoilers. That's the, that's the best thing I've ever made. Really? My entire life. Your life is an absolute waste. <laughs> oh. I'm ashamed to call you my son if that's the best thing you've ever done. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Thanks for that ego boost. There. Pleasure. Always here for you. Um, no, I'm not going to put it in. This film's like 20 years old. <laughs> Yeah, fair If you haven't seen it yet, this is your fault. This is on you. These are classics at this point. Modern classics, I think. I think Spider-Man 1 and 2 are. 1 and 2 are. Superhero classics, anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. But 3 isn't. <coughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I think it's when he's swing... When he first becomes Spider-Man and he's like... Yeah, he's chasing um, the guy. Chasing the guy. That stuff looks really bad. That, like, it looks very... Plasticky PlayStation Two sort of levels. Thing? Yeah, because it's in the dark as well, so they're trying to hide it, and it just it just really doesn't look good. 
Although the ne- the next scene, once he catches him, and he's w- wandering about in the warehouse trying to ca- catch him, that bit's actually kind of scary. Yeah. Because it's all in the dark and the the guy's like sweaty. He's got a gun. He's like, oh, where is it? And you just you see the see shadows. You see him drop down. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That. Yeah, the the wrestling match is really good as well. Just before that, when he's trying to get the money, With the macho man, with the macho man, bone saw, bone saw. That's the macho man, Randy Savage. Is it actually? Yeah, he was a proper, he was an actual wrestler. It's called the macho man, Randy Savage. You should Google him. He's amazing. Oh yeah, it's a little macho <laughs> three, man. Three minutes of playtime. Little uh, macho man impression for you there. Thanks for that. Oh yeah. Your eyes went cross-eyed. I know. (laughs) Actually hurt my throat a bit. It did. Um, Bruce Campbell um, makes a cameo in each of the films, and in this he plays the wrestling announcer. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? He does, yeah. I I know him in two and three. I I didn't realise he was in number one. He calls... um, That that scene always makes me laugh, because he's waiting for his name. He goes back... What's what's your name, kid? It's like the human spider. It's like, the, it's a, it's a, the human spider. That name sucks. <laughs> and then he calls him the amazing Spider-Man. Amazing. And Spider-Man. that's a nice little. But then he opens it up and Tomu guys in this rubbish costume. And he turns the left and goes, "He said my name wrong." <laughs> and that always just makes me chuckle. But he's the costume he's in there is quite similar to the one that Tom Holland has. Uh, yeah, in, of, um, in in Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, Basically, a, a tracksuit, yeah, jogging, jogging bottoms, and a sweat top. Yeah, with a spider on it. <laughs> uh, this thing, cha- this, these movies changed uh, the lore of Spider-Man a little bit because he has the sp- the webs come from his wrist and not a little gadget on his wrist. Yes, because they said it would have been they felt it would have been implausible for a sixteen-year-old to or a seventeen-year-old or eighteen, however old he is at the time, to yeah. have invented. Web fluid that could do and shooters that could do the things. That, yeah, that it, it, can fe- do. it feels more natural now for that to happen because I feel like technology's come a bit a bit further forward yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, he just went to a went to a lab and did this. Yeah, he got well, some it, technology. Uh, I mean, then it changes in for the Andrew Garfield ones as well because he's not the one who invents it; he just steals it, doesn't he? He does he just steal, steal it. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he probably invents the web shooter, but he steals the fluid. He does, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the I remember him saying that there were. Obviously, the fanboys were going crazy. So, well, how could you do that? You know, he, that's not Spider-Man. But yeah, it's uh, it's because they said it, they felt it was implausible. Which I have a question about all of Spider-Man in general. Okay. So in this, he can crawl at walls. Yeah. With his hands, and you see the little things come out of his hands, yeah. which is a really cool scene. See the little, the little hairs. Yeah. And he can start walk crawling at walls. He then puts gloves on on his suit. How can he crawl at walls then? Mm. The hairs come through the gloves. Really, do they? I don't believe you. Because <laughs> that seems like a pretty thick, thick latex. There's, there's, there's holes in the end of his fingers. Because if you notice, he never climbs with the palm of his hand. It's always with his fingertips. If you look on that picture that you've got there, and the oh, he does. picture, it's always the fingertips. It is the fingertips. So he's basically wearing fingerless gloves. Fingerless. I know, but then... <laughs> fing- he's basically a bin man from the 1970s. <laughs> but then there's fingerprints everywhere so the police can catch him. Well, you'd think. But there you go. So He's always so, one step ahead, isn't so he? So either the movie doesn't make sense, and Spider-Man doesn't make any sense, or they're just calling New York police detective rubbish. Um, I don't think you can say Spider-Man doesn't make sense, because <laughs> it's about 
somebody who gets bit by a radioactive <laughs> spider and yeah. suddenly becomes has all the power. You can't say, yeah, but as if <laughs> to anything after that point. I guess, yeah. Um, uh, so the other cast members, Kirsten Dunst. And don't get me started on Kirsten Dunst. And James Franco. Don't get me started on James Franco either. <laughs> I you don't, know how I feel about these people. I don't think they're very good in this. I don't think they're very good in any in all three of the films. But I think, especially J- James Franco's sort of less in this. He's not really in this one, is he? Yeah, he's in more just one. in the background. Yeah. At the but, beginning, he's his mate, so... Yeah, and then he just appears yeah. randomly throughout the movie. and Does he move in with him? Does he get a, Yeah, he, a they move in together, together because they? then they have Thanksgiving dinner. Ah, yes. And, and Willem Dafoe sees the drop of blood, Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else we could say about this movie at this point? It's just... it's. Aunt May's really good. Aunt May's really good. She's Rosemary really good in Harris. all three of them, Rosemary Harris. She's yes. fantastic. J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons, yeah. he's fantastic. I think Uncle Ben's really good. The guy who plays Uncle Ben. Uh, should we shout him out? Should we give him a, a quick shout out? Because you want. he's definitely listening. Oh, he's not going to like what I'm going to say next then. Oh, no. Wait. Cliff Robertson. Cliff Robertson. Yeah. I get the feeling he was quite a big actor. Should we check? I'm sure he was this, a Western actor. This is what sounds awfully familiar. This is what IMDb's for. Yeah. I'm sure he was quite a well-known actor. Did a lot of Westerns and things like that. Uh, he was the president in Escape from L.A., which oh. is the bad one. Um, he was in... Falcon Crest. He was Falcon, in Falcon Crest. He was in yeah. Falcon Crest. That's a TV show. It was a TV show, but it was a, quite a big one. Ah. Quite a big soap in America in the 80s. It only had 28 episodes. Oh, he's, he was only in 28 episodes. Um, what else? He was in the Batman TV show. He was called Shame. Yeah, I knew he'd been around that, a long time. That, that famous Batman villain, Shame. <laughs> Who we all know and love. Yes, of course. Like the Condiment Man, or the Condiment King. <laughs> yeah, he was He was good. He's, he, he comes across well as a caring sort of old grandpa type. He does, yeah. Um, but he is surpassed by the almighty Martin Sheen in the... Almighty no, in Martin Sheen, eats. I have problems with the Amazing Spider-Man films. I don't Do, see. Don't be bad mouthing Martin Sheen now. He's he's fine, but they fine. They, he's they, amazing. He's fantastic. The botch his catchphrase. Uncle Ben's there to do one, two things. Say with great power comes great responsibility and get shot. Yeah. And he does one of those things. He doesn't say with great power comes great responsibility. In the Amazing Spider-Man, does he not? No, he doesn't. He says you have a moral ambiguity and the. Whatever he says, to do those obligation. things. Yeah, that the word you're, you're looking for. That? Moral obligation to do those you things. You tried it again, then. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to try it a third time? Obligation. Break it down into three simple parts. Obligation. You have a moral obligation. Yeah, you lost it. There. I lost that. <laughs> but he does. He doesn't say it, and that winds me up every time. Okay, fair enough. So uh, still better than Cliff Roberts. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I watched that scene when he leaves him in the car. He says, like, well, I'm, I know I'm not your dad. And he says, stop pretending to be. Why would you say that? That's so, so cruel. It is cruel. It, it is, is cruel. Some of the reason I don't like Tobey Maguire. He upsets <laughs> Ben. He upsets Uncle Ben. And also, he's a crazy gambler as well. You haven't seen Molly's Game yet, have you? No. By uh, the guy that did West Wing. 
Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Oh. Yeah. He... Tobey Maguire in that? No. Michael Sarah's in it, but Michael Sarah plays a guy called Player X, which is meant to be like this big famous celebrity, but everyone knows it's Tobey Maguire. Because Tobey Maguire, after Spider-Man 3, was like became this crazy gambler. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Good at it or just... Amazing. He's amazing. He, like, he, I think he's like in... I think he went to like rehab for gambling or something. See, so there's a difference between being addicted to it and being good at it. I, th- I think he Victoria Corrin Mitchell is the, one of the top poker female poker players in the world. She's good at it, but she's probably not addicted to it. Is Tobey Maguire addicted or is he good? I think it's a bit of both. Ah, I see. But yeah, he was he was just in that get in that film again. He, he comes across really badly in Molly's game. Like he does some pretty horrible things. But fair enough. You know, it could be fiction. Who knows? Anyway, that's why we don't see Tobey Maguire anymore. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. It's a solid film. I, My overall memory of it is that I loved it. But yeah. I'd waited a long, long time for yeah, a yeah. good Spider-Man film. Yeah. I mean, I had the little girls who used to live next door to us convinced that I was Spider-Man you're for me, two years. You're me convinced. Every time you'd answer the phone, every time I'd answer the phone, you'd phone yeah. up and you'd say, I'd say, who is it? you say, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I was, Spider-Man's my favourite yeah. Marvel character. He's my favourite superhero, full stop. Yeah. So I'd, wait, I'd watch the cartoons, I used to read the comics. Yeah. So to see a... a a film come out on the big screen and it's made be, it, made as well as it was and it, looked as good as it, it did to be actually good as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I've got nothing but fond memories of of that particular film. There you go. Well, I did, and then I saw it again last night, and it's gone down a little bit. But mm. see, you know, it, everything looks good with rose tinted glasses. It does. I'll keep mine on for now. <laughs> Shall we move on to Spider Man Two? Sure. This is the best film in the trilogy. And this is par- on par with Into the Spider-Verse, the best Spider-Man movie. And arguably one of my favourite movies of all time. Wow. High praise. I love this movie a lot. It's a great movie. It's it a is. great movie. And I we- I'm still convinced this was the first movie I saw at the cinema. What year was it? 2004. You'd have been four years old. Yeah. I'm fairly convinced. I'm still convinced you took me, Edward and Willie and my brothers... Hey, Edward and William, they're definitely not listening. Bit of um, exposition for the listeners, they, though. There you go. <laughs> um, you took us three to the cinema to see it, and then you came home, you picked up Mum, and then you went for date night and watched it. I'm fairly convinced. I don't remember. I, it's possible, but... Because I, I, I think you saw it twice in the same day. That's possible. That's well. possible. Uh, but I don't remember taking you. I might have took Edward and William, but you'd have been so young. For that. To be fair, though, I did watch Spider-Man 1. I watched that ending scene like 400 times. You did. I think I wore out the video. You did. The video. There you go. Wait, did we have it on video or DVD? I don't know. We've had it on video. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Because I remember the first time we got Shrek, that was on video. When did Shrek that was on video. That was 2002. Yeah, so that was on video. There you go. Outrageous. Long time ago. I know. In a galaxy. Far, far away. <laughs> but that's weird, though. Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 and Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 came out in the same years. Wow. And then, wait. That's what? interesting. And then Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007 and Shrek the 3rd came out in 2007. And both of those were rubbish. Wow. Crazy. It's it's like it was meant to be. Isn't it? I don't know what it was meant to be. I don't know. But 
Yeah, cool. There you go. Just a little fun fact. Interesting factoid. There you go. Go on. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man 2, it's about Doc Ock, and Spider-Man's losing his powers because he's got... He's having performance issues. He's having performance issues? Yes. Yeah. It's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> it happens to a lot of guys. One in every five, apparently. Seems a little high to me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's under... It's because of his stress. He's under stress, isn't he? Yeah, so he's, he's just having a bad time. He's having to... He's, he's, He's missing school because he's being Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. He's missing deadlines at work. He's uh, he's not turning up on dates with MJ. Which well, he's not turning up on dates. He's not going to see her show. He's not going to see her show. That's because it. Yeah, they're not together. Seeing, yeah, because she seeing. tries to get with him in the end of the first one. He's like, no, I've got to be Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, it's all because of the stress. And stress is it's possibly a really interesting way of looking at stress and how it affects people physically because yeah. if, if he's got all these powers and yet he's put under a, uh, what would be for any normal human being enormous pressure of trying to be everything for everybody yeah, uh, and then he, he starts to break it starts to break and that's what stress does to you Yeah, getting all serious now wow uh, it can stress it, can, it manifests itself <laughs> are you stressed are you, are you stressed? sure are you sure are you sure are you sure <laughs> Jen th- this balloon it's your peace of mind. <laughs> you need to basil that one. Oh, it's the IT crowd. That's the third week in a row I've referenced the IT crowd. <laughs> yeah. I know. I listen to your other podcasts. Oh, wait, did you listen to the last one? Yeah. The the James one? That oh, came no, out? no. I've listened to your two David ones. <sighs> did you listen to the first one as well? Yeah. What did you think? It's all right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for me a lot. Yeah. Well, well, there's no, another no, one. I'm here. There's yeah. another one with me and James. From, oh, cool. you, you know James. I've met James. You've met James. Yeah, he's he's out there. He's he's talking. You could probably hear him on the microphone. He's in the corridor talking. Cool. So there, he is. there you go. Um, what what are we talking about? Yeah, it's stress. It's stress. It manifests in a physical way and it affects him. And it's it's interesting to see how he overcomes it. It is. Yeah, by just. Just getting on Get, with it. Getting on with it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a really bad message to go. So most people need help. They get some counselling. You've got to get a bit of a work-life balance going on. Spider-Man just gets on with it. He has, he has really, a car thrown you, re- you really built this thing up, yeah. and like, oh, you know, it's really serious, you know. It's a really good way of looking at the stress. How does he cope with it? Yeah, he, he has a car thrown at him. He has a car thrown at him. Oh, right, yeah, I've got to save everyone. Right, yeah. sorry. <laughs> is that, it's is that, suddenly it matters because my girlfriend's been nicked and... I've, I think I real I think because you know we we watched Spider-Man three earlier and and he whenever he's happy in that movie I'm just like look at his dumb little face he's got a really weird podgy face it does and it's I don't like Tobey Maguire to be happy in these movies wow okay because when he's happy I just want to punch him because he's got a weird smile but then in this movie he's really unhappy for most of it most of it and he's like. Yeah, I'm down with this guy, but then it's that it's that montage of when he's happy, you know, raindrops keep falling on my head. Yeah, when he when he says he's not Spider Man yeah, anymore, and he just takes a giant chunk of that out of that hot dog <laughs> when he's when the police car comes past, he's like, oh, yep, and, yeah, and he trips up, puts <laughs> his glasses back on. Yeah, and he's and he's walking out of class, and it and it freeze frames on him, but it's just out of focus. Oh God. Um, and he fr- and it freeze frames on his face, and it's just out of focus. He's smiling at the camera. It's so cheesy, very cheesy. But um, yeah, I don't, when he when he's happy, I just 
don't enjoy him. And Dr. Connors is in that one as well. Doc, yeah, he's in, uh, he's in second and third. Second one. and third one, yeah. They were, Makes me think if they do a fourth. They were, the fourth one was going to be with the Vulture. It was going to be John Malkovich. John Malkovich as, as the, the Vulture. As the Vulture. Ooh. And they were going to have um, Anne Hathaway come in as the Black Cat, but she wasn't going to be the Black Cat. She was going to be uh, like she Vulture. She was going to be Vulturess something and then so she wasn't coming in as the black cat at all well she was coming in as the black cat character but not as the black she was Felicia Hardy yeah she was coming in as Felicia Hardy but wasn't going to be the black cat but wasn't going to be the black cat well she might have turned into the black cat at the end but but know. instead Anne Hathaway became Catwoman instead yeah so a different cat character well, maybe she was just sort of hawking around for cat characters cat roles you said hawking around, do you mean vulturing around? Uh, I thought that's what you were going for straight away. No. Like the animal thing, I was like, oh. oh. No, no, hawking around. It's a commonly used phrase oh, is it? for looking for something. Because uh-huh. hawks... Hawks do. Look, because they've got a good vision. They do. Things You're like right. that. So, yeah. Vision things. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes. Those, those are the ones, yes. Um, yeah, I think... Straight away, if you're watching Spider-Man One and Two in a like quick succession, you can see straight away how much better Spider-Man Two looks. Yeah, from just a CGI standpoint. But you, the second one is 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 better as well because you don't have that half an hour, or forty minutes of an hour. Is that what it is in the first <laughs> an hour? One? Fifty-five of, of finding minutes. out where because everyone knows where Spider-Man comes from. That's yeah. why Homecoming was good because you don't need the background. No, you everyone don't. knows where Spider. Like you don't need it for Superman. Yeah, you, you don't need it. You don't need it for Batman. You don't for any of these characters now. You don't need an, an origin. Yeah. So it can get straight into it. And Alfred Molina is just spectacular. In this. Yes, he's, he's amazing. Absolutely spectacular. He's a bit cheesy with the old poetry. Yeah. But, you know, you can get over that. But to be fair, that works out well because he tries to recite some poetry to Mary Jane later, and she's like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, shut up." Like mortal women would be these days. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Don't um, try that on a first date. No, that that sounds like from from past experience. It did is you from past and, experience. Yeah. Did you try and quote poetry to someone on I a first did, date? Yes, thinking I was all literary and <laughs> and cool and hip and, and such. Yeah, Julie, I don't think limericks really have the same effect as love poetry. So no, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Inside some great great dating advice. <laughs> um, yeah. The um, like, yeah, Alfred Molina is really good. This actually won f- an Oscar for best uh, special effects. Really, the year it came out. There so. are some really good effects in the sun when he, he sta- yeah. starts the sun when where uh, he becomes Doc Ock. Yeah, and the robot arms as well because oh, each of them, cool. they're all, obviously they're all the same, but they all have different looks, slightly different looks, yeah. and they all sort of have different personalities, which is really weird, but really cool as well. It is. And um, the action in this movie is stunning. The fight sequences, are, yeah, yeah, they're the, amazing. The bit on the train is one of the best superhero fights ever. So you're going into these superlatives but the, again. It is. It is one of the best act, mo- superhero movie action sequences. I don't know. Because there's so many to choose from. Because you say got it's the best the, ever. What one of. All right, okay. It's the uh, the scene in the bank is really good as well. That's got a this. That's why I like these films, especially this one, because he he's a bit more quippy, and he like yeah. 
he starts for some reason the bank has gold coins <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that alone but he's he's throwing Doc Ock's throwing gold coins at him in these big swag bags he's throwing these coins at him and Spider-Man catches one and throws it back and says here's your change like, yes yeah. that's a great little quip you know yeah it's not um, sort of Mr. Freeze Arnie quip no it's not is it but it's yeah Ice to see you Ice to see you Tentacle to see you. Nothing <laughs> like that. Yeah, it don't really work, does it? It don't really work on that one. Yeah, it's there's a lot of good action. I don't mean to it. octopus around. Oh, no, wait, no. Oct- oct- octopusy foot around. That's what I was going for there. Yeah. It didn't work, did it? It didn't work. Okay, didn't work. okay. I'll, yeah. I'll think of some more. <laughs> okay. Shall I talk while you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it, go for it. You so, yeah, on. it's uh, the <laughs> Alfred Molina, the interaction with Alfred Molina and James Franco who I really don't like, um, <laughs> and Tobey Maguire. I mean, it, it's early on with the, with the three of them. It's really good when they're in the when Franco's setting them up, and it's there's yeah. a good sort of chemistry between them. Um, but then it, it's at the end when uh, Doc Ock realizes actually uh, this is wrong, and I need to stop this now. Yeah, uh, and he well, we assume he drowns. Yeah, yeah, he's assume pretty- he's dead. He's pretty low down in that river, yeah. You would think so, but stranger things have happened. And, and he's falling into a sun. He is falling into a sun as well. Yeah. That's going to kill a lot of fish. Mm. Bake a lot of fish. Why doesn't the river boil? <laughs> it probably does. Yeah, there's no steam coming off the river suddenly, is there? Probably be a, just a lot of fog. Just dropped a sun in it. Everyone's going to be really hot for a while in yeah. New York. Need your steam for your latte. <laughs> some, some froth on top, <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing. But we're talk, we're splitting hairs there. With, yes, with, we are uh, with the small sort of indiscrepancies. But yeah, it's like I said that bit. But it just shows why Alfred Miller is such a good actor because he he changes and it, it's there's a bit where he, he's not even saying anything. He's just staring at, at Spider Man, and yeah. you can see the turmoil going on in his head. It's uh, it's really quite incredible. Um, I think it's. Um J.K. Simmons is in this a little bit more than the first one because they knew how much everyone loved him for the first one, but he's not in it too much. Yeah. He's in it just a little bit more. J. Jonah was always a periphery character. Yeah. But in this, he's got that amazing bit when uh, when Peter Parker asks, uh, can, can, I have, can I have it in advance? And he just laughs at him. <laughs> he just laughs at him. Yeah. It's, uh, again, you just talk about the quality of the actor. Yeah. Anything he does, you're gonna watch. Yeah, because it's him. Oh, Whip- Whiplash is oh, another gosh. one of my favourite movies. That's something else. That. And weirdly, because having spent time with someone who went to a, a, a royal music college, yeah, that is how they're treated. I've I've heard that it's quite hard to watch for people who yeah. will like that. Who like that? Yeah. 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 Well, it's uh, it's from what she said. It, that is how they are treated. That's how the conducts are. The music teachers. You you either get it right or you're out. Yeah, and it's there's no second chances. So yeah, Whiplash is spot on the money. Spot on. It's also the the recommend of the week. Great film. Great film. Great film. Thumbs up. D- double thumbs up. I don't want to talk about Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, she's she's better in this than she's in one. She's not. She's awful. She's the worst actress, in my opinion, ever. <laughs> She's terrible. Wow. She's an absolute awful choice to play Mary Jane. Mary Jane's fiery and 
and ballsy and she's in your face and she's out on her own and this marriage she's just so wet yeah she's just she's grey I get I get exactly she's like buffet food she's beige food she's beige food yeah she's sandwiches and volivants that's all she is she's you know it's there I'll eat it she's there on it I'll watch it but I'm not going to enjoy it because that's all it is it's just filler she's just filler they should have got somebody so much better to play Mary Jane who would your choice have been in the early noughties to play Mary Jane it's hard to say because I can't remember who which actresses were making a mark in the early noughties because it was so basically you've not got a better answer so well, it's given time, you've just thrown that on me so given time to think about it I will come up with a better answer for this you. is how Hollywood works dad you can't give us an answer in five seconds or we yeah. move on I mean Bryce Dallas Howard She's in the third one. She'd have been a better Mary Jane. She would have been pretty cool. But it's the way she's written. I don't think it's particularly her fault. It's the way she's written. Have you ever she's... seen a film with Kirsten Dunst where you thought she was fantastic in that? Have you ever seen another Kirsten Dunst no, film? No, I haven't seen another right. Kirsten There isn't one. She was in Hidden Figures, but she was a racist in that, so I don't think... She was in... There's know. a film called... Is it Wimbledon? Where she plays a tennis player. Well, I'm guessing that was that is what a tennis Paul, Paul Bettany is in it okay <laughs> and he plays an English tennis player and, and she's an American tennis player and oh look at that they fall in love and, okay and she's just the worst <laughs> it makes me sad that she's that bad in Jumanji she was a kid she was a kid in Jumanji and she's still terrible in that and Hang on, some is she, kid actors are bad but she, oh. is she's in Interview with a Vampire there you go that's one where she's good. She's a kid in that, though. She's tiny in that. And she's, she's just tiny. She's a sort of stroppy t- toddler. But she's good in that. And she gets away, but it's a bit of overacting, and that's easy. Yeah. It's easy to overact. It Anybody is. can do that. But she's got to get into the depth of a character like this. Or, oh, <laughs> yeah. My shoulders have slumped and everything. They I, have, I feel they deflated. Have, feel deflated. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. That's just so. Oh. N- now that we're a bit deflated after talking about one of the best superhero movies, yeah. Should we talk about Spider-Man Three? <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> well, yeah. It's, we're talking about the trilogy, and we watched it this morning. So if we, we don't did. talk about it, we sort of wasted the morning. I'm I'm not saying that it won't be a waste anyway because I had to watch that movie. <laughs> It was awful. But when was the last time you saw it before that? Uh, probably the first time it, it came really? out. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was that bad. Um, so, hang on, let me get I it. I must have watched it again since, because I'm sure you had it on DVD or something, because you've got everything on DVD. Uh, I've got everything on Blu-ray, Dad. Come on. Correct terminology here. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> so this movie is 20 minutes longer than the last two. It's... So, so this one is about uh, Spider-Man. He's pretty happy a lot of the time. That's what I don't like. Again, he's pretty happy. He's uh, got his life together. He's watching Mary Jane in musicals that she's in, and then oh no, James Franco comes to kill him, and then he bops him on the head, and James Franco can't remember anything from the last two movies. <laughs> he um, yeah, he gets amnesia. He forgets the last two movies. Isn't that convenient? And um, then what else happens in this movie? Uh, so much happens. Uh, yeah. Um, Thomas, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, is, he falls into a sandpit. 
and turns into sand. Yes, um, which leads to the best scene in the movie. To be fair, yeah, he, you can't argue with his performance and the CGI around him. Yeah, uh, an asteroid hits and some black plastic crawls out of it. <laughs> uh, basically, a bin bag crawls a bin out bag. of it. Yeah. A, a poo bag. It's, 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 it's a, a dog it's poo a, bag. It's a poo bag. Um, so yeah, that happens, um, uh, and then jumps on his motorbike and takes him home. Takes him, takes home. him home as a pet. Yeah. Um. Um, the um, so at the end of the second movie, Mary Jane decides that she knows he's Spider Man, and she says like, you know what, I want to be with you anyway. And regardless of whether you're Spider Man, you know, we'll get through this thick and thin. And then at the start of this movie, she's really jealous of Spider of Peter Parker yeah. because he's Spider Man. Suddenly, it's all about her. Yeah, she even has a line when he she gets a bad review in a musical, and she says, well, and he says, you know. Spider-Man has, has his critics as well, you know, trying to say, you know, I've I go through the same thing, you know, and I get through it. So if I can get through, you can get through it. And she just says, "Well, it's not about you. It's about me." It's like, "Oh, is it now? Sorry, sorry about that, love." Is it MJ three? No, it's <laughs> Spider-Man three. Wind your neck in. But yeah, but there's another example of Mary Jane not being. Who she who is? Who she is? Yeah, from the from the comics and t- traditional Mary Jane. She's just also these and guys. That's not her fault. That's the writer's fault, obviously. The, the characters are meant to be twenty two in these movies. In this movie, and I, I swear, Tobey Maguire must have been about forty years old. Well, yeah, because he looks. He's well, was get, he about thirty when he played the first? When he did the first on, one? Let's let's have a look. So look now. That's, that's a funny thing in the first one because they all all the school kids look really old and um where am I going now Tobey Maguire and in the um and the teacher who's you know in the in the field trip he's like you guys were talking throughout that entire presentation he's actually younger than all the school kids because <laughs> they're all like 35 that's brilliant yeah um, Flash Thompson he must be about 40 so Tobey Maguire's your age seriously he's, he's born in 1975 Wow. So you're three months older than Tom Maguire. And in 2002, he played a 17-year-old. Yeah, he was 27. Wow. <laughs> okay. There you go. Wow. That's a... That's I mean, cer- certainly a fact, yes. isn't it? So he was 32 when he was meant to be playing a 22-year-old, but he looked... This he is looked it. You don't older. mind someone older playing someone younger. When He's, Michael J. Fox... Uh, Played the again 16, 17 year old Martin McFly. McFly. He was 30. Yeah. But he you looks. Know, but he looked young. Yeah. Tobey Maguire looks like a middle aged man. He does. <laughs> yeah. The, the CGI in this, we, we noticed, is a big problem in this. Compared to the second one. The second one, sure, it's got patchy bits, but this is. They got to the point where they can. Like, there's a point in the middle, mid noughties where they're like, oh yeah, we can just CGI everything. Yeah. And it, this is a big. Big it's like it's that. gone backwards though from the it is. from the first one, and yeah, there were a bit, a couple of bits where it doesn't don't look quite really that good, and then the second which looks really good. Yeah, this one seems to have gone backwards, and there's some bits in it where you, that it's just laughable. It is. It's absolutely they look laughable. Pla- they look plastic, and yeah. they, like there's sometimes it looks like they've CGI'd Tobey Maguire's stunt double instead. Yeah, because it just doesn't look like him at all. It's um, but the, there's bits of CGI that look amazing. Yeah, bits like of Sandman. The Sandman, Sandman looks amazing throughout the whole film. Yeah, 
and if like there's a all the bits with Sandman are really good. And but, that's, but that goes back to what you were saying about the tug of war between the studio and the filmmakers. Yeah, so so Sam Raimi didn't want to include Venom. He wanted to make a, set, a movie with Sandman and sure, wanted to add the James Franco stuff, but then had to add the Venom stuff because the studio were like, well, everyone likes Venom, so we've got to add it in. So he just literally just threw him in with a with an asteroid. He drops in and suddenly, oh, Venom's in the movie. And then we, we forgot that Eddie Brock was in this movie. You forget about a lot of people in this movie because it's so long and so many dangling th- plot threads. Yeah. You're just like, oh, we, Sandman disappears for about 40 minutes. Oh, right, he's there. Yeah. And James, turns up again, James Franco comes back. He's like, oh, right, James Franco is a villain here. And then the last 20 but minutes... he's the worst villain, isn't he? He's like a panto villain. He is. That's, that that scene in the coffee shop, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's the best. It's the best. He, he, he tells... Peter that he's been having an affair with Mary Jane and he's really sorry and Peter gets up and walks out and then looks back and he's, he might as well be stroking his coiling he's his t- moustache or stroking his beard it's, it's when he, he turns to the, he turns to the coffee shop waitress who comes over and fills up his coffee and he says how's the pie he goes delicious no, it's so good it's so good that's so it good. so good and then he turns around sees Peter Parker outside winks at him a truck goes by and he disappears he's disappeared but he is a, he's a panto villain <laughs> puff of smoke poof, gone. what he said as well he's probably just hiding on, on the chair he's yeah. like ducking down he's like is he gone is he gone is he gone past you is he looking is he looking Whereas any normal person, if you were Peter then, would have gone back and said, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just, oh, he's disappeared. How mysterious. <laughs> but he, he, James Franco forces Mary Jade to break up with Peter. Yeah. And he's like a mile away. So he can't tell what they're saying. Mary Jane could be like, listen, James Franco's over there. Could you sort him out? He's telling me he's going to kill me unless I break up with you. So if you could sort him out right now and just, you know, make him forget everything like you did before, that'd be fun. Give him a be, clout around the head. That'd be fantastic. No. Che- cheers, love. Cheers, love. Yeah. Well, we'll go for a pint later. Aye. 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 But no, she's like, oh, I've got to break up with you. There's someone else. It's like, why? What's the point in that? It's just it's all a bit melodramatic. This movie's melodrama at its highest. Yeah. Like I say, it just winds me up. Her attitude throughout just winds me up. Yeah, because she's... I mean, she's... All right, she gets fired from a job. She ends up being a waitress and singer in a... Some... Looks quite... A, like, a quite jazz a di- bar. A jazz bar. Looks quite quite a nice place. It does. Um, and it looks like a pretty cool job. You know, yeah. you're getting up singing. Yeah. Um, a boyfriend in front of the entire city kisses someone else. Yeah. In a way that is quite special... To their relationship. Yeah. So, you know, Peter's got to take a bit of, well, what are you doing there? Yeah. Can't do that. She, she's just like, yeah, you, you kissed her. That was our kiss. At no point did she like, yeah, you cheated on me. Yeah. We're done. That's that's not the first thing that goes to her head. It's just like, oh, that was our kiss. Like, yeah. He cheated on you. Yeah, get, cheated on get you. Get rid. Which MJ would have done. She should have kicked his butt out the door yeah, clean. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just... It, Oh, it's just a bad movie. <laughs> but really, is. the annoying thing is, you can see it so, could have been really you, you good. You see greatness in it. Yeah, like the the fight scenes with Sandman are really good. Yeah, the first really the, well the, the, the first one in the money the money truck. Yeah, he's really good because he punches through him, and that was actually done with an amputee 
in a Spider-Man costume, so they didn't have a, a right arm, so it looks like he's punched right through him, cool. which is really cool. Um, and then there's a bit where he's in a, on a sand truck and there's cops shooting him, and he sort of jumps out of it while he's giant sand and punches all three of them. That looks great. It does look great, yeah. And the scene in the subway. In the subway. Sure, it's, the CGI is a bit iffy because the whole place is CGI, um, but... But it looks good. Yeah. Good action. And he's, you know, like he rubs his face up against a, a train and it like, grates half of his face away. That, that's really cool. Yeah. But um, the way they did yeah. Venom, though. Venom in the comics is huge. He's a hulking... I mean, you saw the way in the Venom movie with Tom, Tom Hardy. The costume goes on. He's suddenly massive. Yeah. He's a hulking brute of a thing. Yeah. And in this... And he's got the voice and... Yeah. We are Venom. Okay. <laughs> Not sure what that was, but okay, yeah. He sounds, he sounds different. He does, yeah. He sounds rough and hard and... Yeah. Ready mean. to eat some heads. Yeah. Uh, and in this, it's just... It's just Topher Grace Topher from that Grace. 70s show. In a, it, it, same size as him. Yeah. With And when the mask comes off, he's got weird teeth for some reason. You What's noticed that, yeah, because I thought, oh, he's just got Venom teeth, but Venom's got even bigger teeth. Venom's got massive teeth. Yeah. So that's weird, that having this on has changed his teeth. Yeah. I but it's just, it, they've just done basically, a, if I can say this, they've done a half ass job on Venom. Yeah. That's absolutely what they've done. Like you said, they didn't want to put him in, so, oh, yeah, do that then, whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, for Grace he was saying, more. What about me? What about it was me? more of a middle finger to the studio, I think. Yeah. Just like, oh, you well, want Ve- you want Venom in? Yeah, just put him in. But and that's then, such a, a down for the fans, though, because Venom, what the studio said is right. Fans love Venom. He's amazing. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's complex because he's bad, but he's not always bad. Sometimes it works with Spider-Man. Sometimes it works against him. And then you're going to throw carnage into it as well. That's just insanity quadrupled because <laughs> it's just. It's, oh, I mean, when that film comes out, you'll see some serious insanity. Because yeah. Carnage is just... I mean, the the symbiote goes to a normal person and turns him into a bit of a psycho. If it goes to a psycho, what does it do? It, yeah. it enhances everything. So and You've got yeah. Woody Harrelson in the worst wig to do that. I've not seen... Is that the end? At the end of Venom? Yeah, I can't remember. I know I've seen it. Because, yeah. again, I quite like that film. Oh. I know you don't, but I like Venom. The character. It feels like everyone's everyone on this podcast is coming on and be like, "Yeah, I like Venom." <laughs> does that make you in the, in the minority? Yeah, it yeah. does. Apparently. Wow, fancy that. I really don't enjoy that. Film. I can't get bored of it. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, this it's it's overly long. It's there's too much going on, and it's very unfocused, and you forget about a lot of people that are in it until they turn up again. There's a long scene with Aunt May that is very long and doesn't really go anywhere when he's talking about where the engagement ring's coming from. And you said as well, you pointed this out, in the story, her and Uncle Ben swim to this island in the bathing suits and then he proposes. Where did he keep the ring? Where did he keep that ring? In, because in the 50s, they weren't wearing swim shorts. He definitely had a Speedo on. He had the Speedos. He had the budgie smuggles on. <laughs> so, yeah. Where's that ring been? Yeah leave you with that one yes don't want to think about oh. that now so yeah it, like she, you say it's it's an overly long film it is there's some good performances in terms of nobody J- 
J.K. Simmons is good. J.K. Simmons, but he's not in it enough. No. He's only in it limited. But that, that's the thing, though. Again, Thomas Hayden Church is really good, and it's the three main villains from these three movies. So it's um, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Sandman. All three of them are great. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the other villain in this yet, which is emo Peter Parker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you almost, you caught up to make some cereal at this point. I said, no, Dad. And I paused it to make sure you didn't miss the dancing down the street and the strutting. It's just... But you had a good explanation yeah, for this. He, the, the symbiote basically amplifies your characteristics. And Peter Parker's trying to be cool. And what he does, dancing down the street, clicking at ladies... You're pointing at him, like, winking at him, strutting about in a suit, dancing down the street. That is what Peter Parker thinks a cool guy would do. So he's emulating a cool guy. And sure, it's cheesy and bad, but I think it's meant to be. I mean, you see the reaction he's getting off the people he's passing by. They're yeah. not looking at him going, wow. They're looking at him and saying, what on earth are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, I think it's on purpose. I would hope but, so. But if it was in a better movie... I think that wouldn't have been as bad. But it's even that though, it's not obvious that it is tongue in cheek and that it is the symbiote making him yeah. do that. So you just think, well, that it just looks awful. It just looks really bad. It doesn't fit in with anything. That's the sort of thing that Sam Raimi does. Like it in Spider-Man Two, it's that scene raindrops keep falling on my head when he's walking around really happy. That's really cheesy. And there's a bit in the right at the end of Spider-Man One. Which, by the way, the final action sequence... I didn't mention this. The final action sequence of Spider-Man 1 is really violent. Yeah. It's very... There's a lot of, like, blood coming out of mouths and stuff like that. And just before Green Goblin gets hit with his glider, he... Like, there's a few quick shots. So you see his face pressing the button, the glider coming through, Spider-Man flipping over, and then it coming towards him. You see it zooming on his face, and you see it right close up to him, and then it cuts to Willem Dafoe in, oh, and then it hits him. So it's that's again a bit cheesy, mm. but it, okay. you know, it's, it's not the same, but it's you know similar sort of thing. It's two and three, yeah, that's a very similar thing, but it's a, uh, it's just an interest. It's just a different way of looking at it. I think if if the film overall was better, then I think that would have been that wouldn't have been as bad of a moment. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But like I said, it's just the fact that there's there's no clue as to why he's acting like that. I mean, no. you know he's got the you know the symbiote's sort of affecting him, and the suit is affecting him. Yeah. But it's just it, it's really cheesy. It's really out of character, and you don't get any idea about right, well why is he doing it like that? Why is he not acting cool? Actually acting cool and just walking down the street? Why is he trying to be John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever? <coughs> you know. It's, yeah. which is basically what he's doing he's strutting yeah he is that, that's what we do we strut um, so yeah it's it, it's all a bit much and it's unexplained which makes it stand out like a sore thumb for me yeah um, and in the middle of what is a generally bad movie yeah it was it emphasises that enhances that cheesiness it does yeah it's it's not the worst film in the world. No, that's the room. Be, because, because it does have some good moments. I, I equate this to X-Men The Last Stand. Because X-Men The Last Stand is also very similar to this. It's the third in the franchise. Second one is the best one. First one is good. 
and the third one is regarded as like a really bad movie. Mm. But really, they're not. It's got some good bits in it. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's still really disappointing compared to the others. Yeah, I'll go with that. And I feel like that's where we'll land on that. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Spider-Man 3 is watchable, but you don't want to watch it. You feel you have to because you've invested time in one exactly. and two. So you need to see the third one as well. Yeah, exactly. You can't just watch two of a trilogy. Exactly. It's like watching Indiana Jones, Ready the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, but then leaving Last Crusade. Yes. Isn't it, Xander? I agree. I agree with that statement. There, there you go. That's uh, all All three all three Spider-Man films done. So uh, the last bit we do on this podcast is we do little recommendations have you seen any films recently or TV shows that you want to recommend to the good people of Tameside? Um, can you come back to me? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. I've got a couple. I've got, even if it's a warning as well, if you've seen a film recently and you don't, and you're saying, don't watch it, it's rubbish. Uh, you can't do Hobbs and Shaw because I told, I, oh, I put your review on here last week. Dear God. Um, I've got two people I, should be put in prison for that movie <laughs> I watched three movies on Sunday I went to the cinema uh, I saw Crawl which is the alligator horror movie um, set in uh, Florida where there's a hurricane and this uh, woman goes to find a her. hurricane a hurricane there you go wow a hurricane a horror hurricane that's um, a hurricane that's a good name for a movie that's, that's a B movie there, right there <laughs> isn't there Along with Sharknado, Hurricane. <laughs> big ass oh, spider. Come on. <laughs> Rather less subtle. But yeah, okay, big ass spider. <coughs> but yeah, with Hurricane. I tell hurricane. you, that's an idea, that. Write yeah, that one down. A big shark. That's uh, the new Tommy Wiseau movie that's coming out. Of course it is. <laughs> of course he's done another movie. So, Crawl. I bet he's written it, he's in it. He is. He's, he's also the shark. He's not the shark. Do you remember in uh, Big Bang Theory, that film Penny does, where she turns into a gorilla? Yeah. That, I bet Tommy Wiseau <laughs> wrote that. You look around on that set with Will Wheaton and Penny, and I bet Tommy Wiseau's sat in the director's chair. Dear me. Uh, so, Crawl, it's actually really good. A lot of people, when the trailer came out, they were like, man, that looks really bad. And I thought, no, that because the people that are attached to it, Sam Raimi produced it. And it's one of his like alumni, Alice Alejandre de Aya, I think his name is. Um, he made made like directed it, and it's really tense, really tense all the way through. You really clench into the to your chair because you don't know how this is gonna go. There's basically there's a hurricane. This woman goes to find her dad in the crawl space under their old house, and they're stuck in there because there's alligators under there. And the water's rising, and obviously the alligators are quicker in water, so they've got to get out from under there and get rescued before the alligators eat them. So there's a film about alligators in Florida? Yeah. And what's that called? Crawl. Crawl. And But what's that first one you mentioned? Or is that the same one? Am I getting confused? You are getting confused. Yeah, it's the same one. Ah, right. Same okay. film I'm talking about, Crawl. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's... a. You know what? It's landed in my top ten of the year so far wow. because it's um it's yeah it just really surprised me with how how good it was and how little people seem to be looking forward to it. But I, I, I must as say, I've not the, heard of it. As soon as the trailer came out, I was like, man, that looks really cool. There was a film that. that came out in the eighties, um, casting my memory back now. I can't remember exactly what it was called, uh, but apparently uh, P. 
people went through a, a spell in the 80s in America of buying baby alligators as pets. And flushing them down the toilets. Flushing them toilets. And Lake Placid. No, 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 that, no. Lake Placid is a different one. This is uh, a giant alligator that's loose in the sewers of New York. Oh, right. Uh, and it's a film about that. Um, and that's... It was a proper, again, a proper B-movie kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but I remember that from when I first got a video player. <laughs> Got about 1982 or something like 83, and this was one of the films that we uh, that we watched going up to the video shop and choosing videos. That's because that's what you used to do before Netflix. Imagine I can't imagine a world without Netflix. There you go. You used to have to go up to the video shop, pay your money, rent a video, and have it back by 10 o'clock the next day. You all re- rewound. Wa- rewound. You had to rewind yeah. it, yeah. Because if you didn't rewind it, he'd send you back home to rewind it. Yes. Mm. But that was quite a good film. And there was another one called. St- the stuff which wasn't a good film. You saw that in Kex recently? I did, yes. Yeah. That's about a killer pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's about a killer pudding. <laughs> so so Crawl's really good. Cool. Craw- <laughs> crawl's, crawl's really I'm good. I'm still trying to think of one. Um, the other film I saw that I really enjoyed was Good Boys. So now this is basically super bad, but they're 12 years old instead so it's just 12 year olds swearing and running about and they're trying to get to a kissing party in America which apparently is a thing <laughs> don't know but um, yeah it's really funny it's really funny but it's also got a lot of heart to it which is what I'm because it's a simple premise you know kids swearing and you think that's all it's going to be yeah just kids swearing but it's, there's more to that you really get invested in these kids' relationships and it's about growing up without the people that you you think you're going to be friends with. You know, when, when you're 12 years old, you think you're going to be friends with the people you're friends with then for the rest of your life. And you do. The truth is, you're not going to be. And they sort of... Re- you are. I am, yes. You are. Still got friends from when oh, I was 12. There you go. Uh, but big this, shout out to Warren there. <laughs> this is a big, like, you know, getting getting over that and realising, you know, there's, you're going to have more friends stuff like that and it's a really interesting look at that and uh, yeah it gave me it gave me the feels it brought me to close to tears towards the end cool so it's, it, Good Boys ve- also just very very funny very very funny uh, the one for this week is uh, Angel Has Fallen so I, this is the Jerry Butler film Jerry Butler is Jerry, Jerry Butler <laughs> yeah uh, today is Jerry Butler He's and gone down in the world, hasn't he? Has, he used yes. to be Gerard, now he's just Jerry. It's Jerry Butler. Since he's been doing those Enterprise adverts. <laughs> that Enterprise advert is atrocious. Um, but this film, Better than this film, though. I, um, I wrote two little notes, well, three, after once I came out. The one is bad CGI. Second one is hard to follow action. And the third one, it was just really loud. I don't know whether the the, the cinema I was in pumped up the volume or something, but every gunshot went off. It was like, God, what's going on? I felt like the speaker was like right next to me. Like I just got the biggest pair of headphones and turned the volume all the way up. Up to 11. Yeah, up to 11. And like gunshots were going off around me. It's a bit too loud, a bit too much. Mm, kind of ruins it for you. Yeah, but the CGI is... There's the moment where a, a, a building explodes... And they're running away from it into another building, and there's loads of rubble, and it explodes in the background, and they're running away from it, and it just—it's clearly a green screen, 
that they're running away from and there's like loads of sm- like debris and smog coming in and it just doesn't look real and it's not real it's very clearly not real yeah it's pretty obvious as well the twists and the turns because you know when they get a decently when they get like a decent sized actor a decent celebrity sized actor yeah. not like height wise but when okay. they get a, Stephen Marchant would be up there yes they? exactly um, but they, they get um, a, a certain character actor I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that does want to see this but they get a certain character actor and you know that when there's a name in the movie they're going to be the twist villain it's like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, right, he's the villain. Okay, I get it. Right, cool. Fair Cheers. Enough. Cheers for that movie. Kind of spoiled yourself. Um, yeah, it's and it's all the action. Most of the action was in the dark, and you couldn't really tell what was going on. Now I haven't seen the other two in a while, so maybe the other two are the same. But this one did not do it for me at all. Not, I've not seen the other two. I've not seen them. I I really enjoyed the first one. I forgot the second one. Yeah, I just I'm not that into Gerard Butler. Or Jerry, Jerry, as, Jerry as, Butler. As, we're, as we're calling him now. Not into Jerry Butler. No, other than 300. 300's really good. Yeah, he's good pretty atrocious as well. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Geostorm well is one of the worst movies I've seen ever, maybe. Hmm. Um, I forgot to say something about Crawl as well. Uh, the ten- I said this to you when I came home. The tensest moment in the entire film was when she was stood in the kitchen and she's walking across the, the top worktop and she gets to the sink and the sink is ceramic and she's got wet feet and the ceramic's wet and I know from being in a bath before and slipping that there's no way she's staying stood up on that ceramic sink because it's quite thin as well there's no way she stayed stood up on that and not slipping into the pool with the alligators so that was a bit that I was like oh, okay so anything can happen in this movie right okay interesting we're not living in a real world anymore where people don't slip on ceramics no, we're okay. living in a world of hor- uh, hurricanes hurricanes <laughs> I, don't, you- I don't want to be in that world <laughs> have you uh, have you thought of any I have can I go classic Go, go for it, yeah, go for it. Right, because I've got a film, and um, a, quite an old film now, and a TV show that's relatively new. Okay. Uh, so the film is, in my opinion, one that everyone should watch. Uh, and it's, again, in my opinion, the funniest film I've ever seen. Uh, I've watched it, I must have watched it at least, without exaggerating, 30 times. <laughs> Um, and that's Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is incredible. If you've not seen it, it's a story of an aging British band who are trying to reinvent themselves on an American tour, um, and it's just hilarious. It's uh, the first of the mockumentaries. Yeah. Um, or a, as uh, the director calls it, the rockumentary. You see what he did? Yeah, I see what he, see did, what he there. did there. Uh, and it follows the band around and their ups and downs and their disputes and the breakups and all sorts of things and a little bit of the past and it's just hilarious um, and it's one of these where every time you watch it and like I said I've watched it 25 or 30 times every time you watch it you'll see something new yeah something extra that will make you laugh everyone knows about Turn Up To Eleven they might not know where it comes from but you turn up to Eleven that's from Spinal Tap yeah um, but there's so many quotable lines out of this film so many memorable moments that it's just it's a pleasure to watch over and over again. There you go. And the TV series, bringing it all up to date, is um, on Netflix, uh, Afterlife. Afterlife. With, with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, there you go. Which is, in my opinion, not only a really funny programme, but also a really important one to have been made yeah. uh, in terms of sort of 
getting um, mental yeah, health, mental health uh, issues and people talking about it and getting over it using the friends and the support networks and things like that. But it's a, on top of that, it's a really, really funny, See, I funny w- program. I saw the trailer and then I started watching the first episode and it just seemed like Ricky Gervais is going around swearing at people and just uh, the being first kind episode of a bad is a look. little bit like that, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's how it, that develops over the time. Yeah, um, and I sort of could see where the show was going from the first episode, so I haven't been back. But everyone keeps recommending yeah, it to me, you, so I it, feel like I should go back. Like I said, not only funny but an important watch. An as important well. watch. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I can't think of any other films I've seen recently. You watched Monty Python. Monty Python. You watched, I did watch. Because, I watched Holy Grail and Life of Brian. Because you, because you listened to the podcast yes. and, and liked my uh, Knights doing of the Knights impression. of Me impression. <laughs> yeah, I did watch Life of Brian and and Holy Grail. Holy Grail's arguably the funniest movie ever made. A lot alongside Airplane. Seth, for me, Spinal Tap beats Spinal the Tap as well. But Airplane will be up there. Blazing Saddles. Blazing. Saddles. <laughs> it's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Holy Grail would definitely be up there as well. There you go. Lo- loads of stuff for, for you to watch this week. Uh, Dad, well, thank you so very much. Pleasure, son. Um, is there anything you want to you wanna shout out? Any Anything you want to plug that's going on in your life? No. No? That's I've, one. I've not got a, uh, a, like a song coming out or anything, like a new no. album. <laughs> okay, then. Th- th- thanks Buy for that, pal. Buy my book when it's published. Th- thanks for that, pal. <laughs> um, if you have a suggestion for us, for, for me to watch, for... Uh, anything like that any episode ideas send them over to uh, Tameside Radio Facebook page private message and start your message with Xander or Film Podcast or Xander's Film Podcast and it'll get back to me uh, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week we've got a very special week next week because it is uh, the week of It Chapter 2 so me and James are gonna uh, going to the cinema we're doing a 4DX watch of uh, it and 4DX it. 4DX is this a uh, moving cinema ah, they've, they've made one in, in in Ashton so we're going to that at the midnight release of it chapter 2 and we'll uh, we'll have that for you next week to discuss cool should be fun because James doesn't like horror films and he's a big uh, hemophobe really he doesn't yeah. like horror films and he's going watching it yep has he seen the first one nope wow <laughs> Good luck, James. I'm so very excited. <laughs> wow. I'm so excited. He's going to hate you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> the first one's terrifying. It is terrifying. I couldn't sleep. Um, make him watch uh, Insidious, and, Insidious. Film, and film it. <laughs> Put I'm, that on YouTube. That would be hilarious. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to convince him to watch all the Saw films. Are they horror? Would you class them as horror? Yeah, but mainly because he doesn't like blood. And I uh, just want to see lots of blood. <laughs> lots of blood. So anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys, and th- we will be—I will be back next week with Mr. James O'Malley. Thank you again. Goodbye. <laughs>